Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? Am I everything? I'm still lost. I me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya and Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Yo, yo, we're live. No, we're not. We are live. Well, live from our crib. <laughs> Live from the crib, MI Radio, episode yes. 77. And we got a, a real special guest in the virtual building with us today. The one and only DJ Wonder. DJ Wonder in the house, his house. What up? Do you like my living room? Do you like this? <laughs> Looks a little familiar. Very familiar. I took a lot of uh, interior design courses throughout my life, and this is what I've ended up with. Yeah, this is wild, bro. I just I just saw the laptop thing that Zaya was talking about. What? How he has it over the laptop? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, so I mean, I don't know if, if they'll be able to see this, we'll probably put the video out, but you know, Wonder has the the backdrop of the Beavis and Butthead living room. And but on his stream he has the TV. I don't know how he does it. We're gonna ask him all these questions because I, I personally wanna know. Yeah, facts. Uh but he's been killing it on the streams before this. We got to make that clear. Right. He's been doing this, but now obviously with what's going on, everyone's been paying attention. So I kind of just, well, we, we want to talk about the streaming and all that, but also how you, you kind of were like already ahead of the game on this. Like how, how'd you end up like kind of being a whiz at this? Well, I've been, uh, I've been doing uh, IG live. Like I, IG live has been around since 2016, I believe. Um, and I've been doing it since maybe 2017 or 2018. I don't know. Like, uh, I got an iRig and cause I mean, I always, I wanted a way to like get direct audio in really. I wanted to do like street interviews and stuff. And that's why I got an iRig. Um, so I could get like a microphone going into the camera, but I was like, Oh, maybe I can use this for DJing too, whatever. And, uh, when I found out that I could do that, that's when I started uh, doing it. Cause I didn't want to do just like DJing through a speaker. Um, especially cause I wanted to do it at the radio station. If, if you guys don't know, I DJ on Shade 45, which is on Sirius XM, um, it's Eminem's channel on Sirius XM. I do a morning show called Sway in the Morning. I'm D- the DDJ on there when I don't have guest DJs. And uh, I do a mix every day from like 9.30 a.m. Eastern. And uh, I wanted a way to broadcast it and have the direct audio go into Instagram. So started doing that a couple years ago. And I, I do it pretty much every day, Monday through Friday, that I DJ. And it's been a, it's been a while, yeah, so... It's interesting seeing everybody um, kind of jump on this right now, but I guess it's the only thing people have right now. So when when uh, streaming was kind of like when it just clicked and everybody was like, all right, we're going to stream, how many people were hitting you up? Were you like, ah, I beat you to it? Like, <laughs> what was like your take and like what was like like people? Because I had hit you up a long time ago about an iRig because uh, I was trying to do like some setup with a video whatever. Um, and you, you always had it. I mean, like you said, you've done it for years. So what was like your, like your take on, you know, when, when it shifted to streaming, what was like your, your, like your mind, like, like, where did you want to go? And you were just like, Oh, I'm going to like step it up even higher. Like, what was your, if you want to tell us? Well, let's see. I mean, 
uh, when I first, let's see, there was like a, what was it? Like the second week in March or whatever. Um, we went into work, which is the radio station for like, before they were telling us like, yo, you guys better find a hotel room that you can um, broadcast from because they might close down our building. I'm like, yeah, right. This is like the McGraw Hill building. Like nobody, there's mad businesses in here. NBC Universal's in here. All these places are in here. They're not going to shut this building down. Like entertainment and news is like essential. Like Fox News is like right across from us. I thought there's no way they're going to shut our building down. But then uh, like that, we went in on that Monday. And after that, they're like, yo, you got to don't come back or we'll figure, we got to figure a way to do this. So they um, once that happened, I, was, I, I don't know, man, I was just kind of upset in general. I was not inspired at all. And, I, and that was right. Um, when people, when I started to see DJs like first start doing streams, like I saw D nice, like when he was doing his first thing, like, like maybe hundred, 200 people were in there watching him. Everybody. I mean, people have been doing like live streaming DJ sets for a while, but nobody has really cared. Like, I mean, everybody will stop in and say, Hey, what's up, man. Give you like a little word of encouragement, whatever. Like, so I just thought it was nothing special. I'm like, Oh, I guess what well, people want to, let off some steam because they can't play their gig tonight. So they're going to do this, whatever. Like, um, and also I've just felt like, I felt like my rights are being violated. I thought, you know, people were telling me that I can't do something and I don't like it. Somebody tells me I can't do something. So that first week of being home and not going into work or going anywhere, basically my gig, my first weekend gigs were canceled. Um, it was just like, I didn't want anything to do with it. I didn't want to watch anybody's stream. I thought people were like, wow, y'all are just getting on this now. That's cool. Not, I didn't want to like hate on anybody, but I just, like, I didn't want to be a part of it, man. I didn't want to watch any of this stuff or nothing. I just didn't want to be productive. I didn't want to do beats. I didn't want to do anything creative. I just wanted to, to chill. And um, I, I think like eventually um, I started uh, doing like a regular stream. I was like, whatever, man, I might as well just do it because people are hitting me up. Um, like regular people that listen to the show and I had to still do mixes for the morning show. So I'm like, if I'm going to do a mix, I might as well get on live and talk to the people, whatever, and should be able to shout somebody out while I'm doing the mix instead of just playing for myself. Um, and then I've always wanted to do, so if people are watching on video, you'll, you'll be able to see it. But if you're not watching on video, um, I'm sitting on like a virtual couch here. He said it's beautiful and buttheads couch. Uh, I always wanted to years ago, I wanted to do, find a way to integrate, um, music videos and video of my face and direct audio into like Instagram live or into like a live platform. I knew Instagram live, I could do it because I could get around copyright. Well, that was before all these DJs started playing. Everybody's getting copyrights now, but before you could pretty much, as long as you were alive and like not saving it or whatever, you were straight, man, like no copyrights or whatever. So I, I know, I knew I couldn't do this, this idea that I had on YouTube or Facebook because they have copyright strikes that'll knock you out they used to now they've completely switched which is nuts we'll talk about that later but anyway i, I needed to find a way to get on ig live because i'm like yo this is where most of my people are and this would be interesting to do like a live show like where i'm interviewing people or on the street or if i'm at home playing music videos i want to find out a way to do it so eventually after i got out of my little pity party at my house like cut corners and a couple other people marvel or somebody else dj marvel maybe some other people were hitting me about yo have you heard this program called obs and i'm like no dog by the way i don't feel like talking about anything for djing but hey man i hope you're doing well that was basically my conversations with everybody but eventually i like i was like you know what let me just look into this real quick and see what i can do because i wanted to achieve this show and i figured maybe if there's a way to do like a tv switcher kind of thing online that i can make this show happen um eventually started getting into it and that's the reason why i started doing like live streams with obs which is a program that we're all using now 
is to do that show. So that's what I started doing first was it's called couch surfing where basically playing videos. I have like a logo I can put on there. I have direct audio in. I have everything like it's almost like a little TV studio that I have set up in front of me. And I do that on IG live. Um, now I've moved it over to Twitch now. And I did that before I did any uh, DJ set. So then I took those same elements that I learned how to do graphics and moving graphics and everything else and uh, put incorporated that into my DJ sets. So I guess that's where I'm at now. Now I see, and then I got a green screen because I've always wanted to do a green screen. I've been thinking about it for a while, but I'm like, man, I don't feel like having it set up in my house. People have to come over. Well, guess what? Nobody's coming over, man. I'm all alone. <laughs> so I can pretty much do anything I want in my house right now. And that's it. I think, yeah, I think it's like once... At first, everyone, or at least for me, like I was a little bit like uh, DJ mixes. Like I don't, I don't really have a need to like satisfy that, like that urge. Yeah, like, I was, I was like, boy, yeah, I was like, oh, this is a nice little break. Like I'm cool. I don't really need a DJ. But then, I when I saw Wonder Stream, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, we could do that shit. Like, yo, that's dope. Like just you know, incorporating things that 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 are unique about yourself and and putting them into whatever you want to do in the stream. So that's when I started looking up OBS and like, yo, how's Wonder doing this? And then that's how I kind of got in that way too. But yeah, we talked, we talked about, I mean, going back to what you said, like the first week or two, I mean, we were in the same boat. We were like, yo, I don't want to DJ. I don't want to, the last thing I want to do is like makes music when like all this shit's going on, you know? But once everything, like once people like you, I mean, like when it kind of turned into that, that like everybody was DJing, you were the one that was like, all right, I'm going to like make this shit next level. And I mean, now other people have gotten green screens and other people are, are doing their thing too, you know, but um, like your shit is, I mean, your shit, you've always, you know, we talk on the side and your shit's always creative and incorporating all the videos and how uh, you have like the, the gifts that come into the screen and like a bunch of different things like, um, I don't know if you want to break anything else down more like into OBS or where does like all that your like creativity come from? I know you, you I've heard an interview from you is that you you studied film. That's where you went to school. Like, I went to school for film production. I wanted to be a music video director. I wanted to be Hype Williams, but <laughs> I got into uh film school and uh there's a bunch of weirdos in there, man. It just kinda like threw me off. Like people fanatic people and just it wasn't fun. I didn't feel like working with other people. So eventually I, I like I was doing uh, a ra the radio station at my school as for, for fun on the side. I didn't want to be a DJ like full time. I didn't want to even be a radio DJ for sure. Um, but then eventually I just got more and more into that. And then I ended up double majoring into like audio production. So that's kind of like what I graduated with was film production, audio production. So I'm utilizing both of those now. But um, uh, creative wise, I don't know, man. I, you know, I grew up with t on TV, like not on TV. Like that's what I wanted to do. I wish my parents would have taken me to a, some <laughs> child acting castings, but they didn't. Uh, but uh, I, I grew up with just like the TV basically raising me outside of my parents. And uh, MTV obviously was like the biggest thing in my life growing up, pretty much. Um, and that never left me. And I've, you know, if I was ever able to do something on my own, that's what I would emulate you know, the things that shaped my life, whether it's the music or the graphics or just anything. I mean, I'll, you know, you can live in nostalgia also, but I also try to like incorporate new things as well. But I don't like jumping on the, the bandwagon with everybody else. If there's like a popular meme or something like that, that everybody uses, I'll n you'll never see me use that. Um, so I don't know, man, maybe I am living in the past or maybe I just trying to, I try to stay away from what everybody else is doing. So like artistically, that's kind of like my, 
landscape is maybe like 90s, 2000s stuff, uh, MTV based. And then um, for the actual process of like doing a live stream, I've been doing radio for this is like my 16th year at Shade 45 since the since the station started. I was I've been there and I was doing radio at Hot 97 before that um, in high pressure environments. No, you know what I'm saying? This is New York City. You can't mess around. You can, so everything I do now is like nothing. Like I see mad people looking nervous on like live streams when they get on. They're like, huh? they don't know what it's mm-hmm. like to, you know, DJ in front of people, even if it's like five people watching or whatever, they get mad nervous. Like this is nothing, man. Like I, I've had people, you know, I trust me, it's just been situations way worse than this that I've, that I've had to put myself, even like DJing in New York City when I first started and I'm like 20, 22 years old. Um, uh, mad people you know if you if you play in certain clubs like cheetah like i don't know people might not know these clubs but they were like super like hip-hop clubs if you mess up you, there's a chance you might have bodily harm put against you so way worse situations than this and every single day i'm just kind of utilizing what i you what i do on uh the morning show which I'm, I'm always on the board if people have been guest djs before they see me doing the board for sway and you're always constantly running things one fader up one fader down so now I'm kind of like doing that with audio, but also with video, switching between scenes with one hand, DJing with two hands, um, talk, talking, looking uh, at comments, going into my email to see if people email me donations or whatever. Also typing things in, whatever, pulling up pictures of things that we talk about or videos and putting them into the feed. So it's all like a working studio as you're playing. And I've kind of, I guess, maybe acclimated myself to uh be able to do this just through all of the other um jobs that i've had thus far in my life and i feel like if if you're someone that has like a short attention span and you're always like trying to do things while other things are happening is like the perfect uh kind of platform to to be utilizing right now like because i know for me like if i'm djing and i'm just mixing two songs even if it's like a quick mix like i am i get bored like in those 30 seconds like i, I need to like <laughs> load up the next 20 songs i need to like think of whatever so like this like this sense of like keeping yourself busy while you're streaming like it goes by so fast bro because you're like trying to do a million things at once and it's like literally like you said like a production like a tv you're not listening to dj d nice you're not letting it breathe like dj d nice says so mm-hmm. better let that, you better let that song breathe and stop playing a C-Flow quick mix. Mm-hmm. DJ C-Flow quick mixes in your crates. That's how you don't get popped, though. That's how what? That's how you don't get popped. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what it is. That you, so uh, do you guys want to talk about copyright? You, you found um, ways to like get around? The, no, I mean, I'll, I'll like, I mean, I've, I've gone live a few times and for the most part, I haven't gotten booted uh people and people hit me up like like if i fucking work for warner or, or fucking the labels and they're like yo how'd you do it like how and i'm like yo just fucking don't be fucking don't be a fucking goofball first of all like don't be playing like basic ass shit and then don't let shit ride for more than a minute i guess i don't know it's worked for me for the most part and yeah i mean i have gotten booted don't get me wrong and i just get back on and I know I can't play Bleeding Love anymore, you know? Who's that? Who's uh, Bleeding Love? Deanna Lewis, is it? <laughs> De- oh, what's, her, what's her real name? That's not the right... You better look it up because people... Well, are gonna, put it up right now. Leona, Leona Lewis. That's Leona Lewis. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. You, re- you really play that? <laughs> yeah, I played it. Of course, dog. Come on. You know me, dog. I know. I know. We... we 
Kaz and I um, share our love for TRL era songs, yeah. 1998 <laughs> to 1998 to 2008, I believe was the uh, was the era. Um, you guys have a deep passion for that, for sure. Oh yeah, deep passion, baby. I wish the uh, I wish the fans, the TRL fans, would come along with our musical style. I guess they're all they're yeah. all soccer moms now, bro. I know, bro. I know. What do I have to do? What do I have to do to get into the colleges now? Like, what do I? What can I do? Setting up the, uh, uh, like a overlay of like the old school TRL layout. How they had the songs coming up on the right. Yo, stop giving away my ideas. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> he, he, already has, he already has a TRL whole layout video visuals and everything. We'll edit this out. I don't know if you can see my mic, but it says Wonder right now. Let me turn it. There's my TRL mic. Oh man! The thing I like about oh Wonder Streams is like the detail on everything. It's like not even like his headphones. There's something on the mic. There's something on like everything is. This is me as a, a kid. That's what's on there. But I what my mic for the for the first two weeks that I had a mic stand, I was I had it uh, taped up with duct tape. I thought it was cool. It looked it looked it went along with this this couch background. I tell you that much. But I'm glad I finally got a little. Uh, it looked rugged. Yeah um but yeah man copyright uh that's a that seems like to be a big topic for a bunch of djs people are like please recording industry please let us just be djs we're so creative we, right. love, we love playing other people's music please just let us be um but whatever dude like stop playing the same club set you would play at one o'clock and uh in the you know and i've heard your whole set i can guarantee i can i know every record that you're gonna play in order because i've heard it the same way but now people have have you guys noticed that djs have decided to go like left field they're like yeah man i get to play what i want and then people they're they're not retaining their uh their viewers have you noticed that at all with the streams lately yeah when people say that it's i mean that whole combo to me is like the funniest shit you know i mean we we all know how we play and like we play different shit and people are like oh my god i'm not gonna play lizzo and i'm like okay great thank you for being a dj and like like I don't know that that kind of like mentality from DJ. It's like I don't know. It's so Wait. funny. This is corny. It's like corny. Like where they uh, where they announce it. Like guys, you're not gonna hear that typical club set from me, man. <laughs> you're gonna hear some deep cuts. Like that. Right. Kind of, yeah. All right. Great. Isn't that what you're supposed to do, right? Enlighten people to new music. That was the whole point. And you could tell when some some people are kind of rusty in the department, and they're like, "Oh, like you haven't been playing these records in a long time." Like you, you forgot about how you can mix this into this and how that probably doesn't sound good because they're used to just doing the same old club set that you said. Well, some people are using the same set that they've done for the past 15 years and it, it's working, man. There's a there's definitely a fan base and they've been able to tap into it. They just want to hear the same stuff over and over and over and over. But I, uh, I can never do that much like utilizing current trends and like cardi b yelling coronavirus or something like that like i can never do stuff like that but you know if it's working for you do your thing bro that's why i only have not many people watching me and you have hundreds and hundreds of people watching you i'm not doing something right it's me it's me so yeah whatever. i think that's how you you gain the loyal followers the loyal fans when you're when everybody you're says that but i want some fickle like bad <laughs> Female fans, I, can I just have that for like a week, and then I'll go back to my my beautiful my beautiful people that listen to me every day. But I just want some like real like, you know, hot female fans that want to hear Diplo 
and but they but they got like stuck with me. That's that's my ideal situation. You got the you got some of those from from Suede from playing every morning, no? Well, let me tell you something. Our uh, median uh, fan base is probably a thirty-five-year-old black woman, which I love, my beautiful thirty-five-year-old black woman. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I try to get down to the college age young ladies. Um, I try. To do everything, man. It's tough. Once you have a fan base, Done. I don't know what you have to do. That's your demographic. What do you guys do to uh, reach out to others? You, you offer to play silent discos and stuff like that. Like, What do you, what do, you do? <laughs> <laughs> Zoom parties? Uh-huh. I'm trying to get into the socialite uh, community. I've seen, a, I've seen a few people do like Zoom parties, but it's kind of like, I did a Zoom party two weeks out, and this was even before anybody was even really doing lives. But it was a paid one, and it was for a venue. But I see, I see people do. I see people do like yeah, like corporate ones, and and somebody hit me up to do a corporate one. I was like, yeah, if, if there's money coming in. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I did a I did a birthday party for one of my friends, Gabby. She's from Miami, actually, and uh, like last week, I did her birthday party over Zoom. That was fun. It was cool. I mean. Yeah, that's I'm I'm talking about. Let's talk about marketing, folks. How are we? How how do you expand your fan base or reach new people during this time where people can't go to venues and check you out and discover you? How do you get people to discover you? What do you guys think? I mean, I think it. I mean, everyone's figuring that out right now. But I think definitely being standing apart, being unique, doing the same shit that everyone else is doing. Because like after a week, I think dreams already got played out. Like, yeah, cool. I'm going live for the first time. I don't usually do this, but, oh, man, I'm going to go live. That's already, like, over with. So, yeah, I mean, the, the the hype behind the lives for most people is already over with. I mean, a lot of people were, you know, maybe some started working, some haven't. And um, I think, right, and then I think, and I hit, I, hit, I hit up Zay, and I was like, yo, do you think that, like, this live, like, the streams are going down and people are kind of, like, off of it? And, um. I think that there's, I don't know, like, I think that that is kind of happening, but there's no way to, I don't know. I mean, unless you're working with another brand. It's definitely uh, happening because, gentlemen, I study it, okay? This is what I do. (laughs) This is what I do. After I go through my OBS layouts and try to add something new every day, then I go over to a little spot called Twitch, or maybe I'll hit the top of my old Instagram and look at people's numbers. And you're not supposed to because... Sometimes you'll be happy and you're like, well, I guess they're feeling it too. Other times you'll be upset. I'm like, what the, what is this guy doing to get way more than me? Right. You really feel upset inside. But let me tell you, per capita, everybody's uh, streams are going down. People are getting bored. You got too much access, baby. You have mm-hmm. 900 and some thousand uh, followers and you're getting 1,200 people watching you. That's a weird ratio. It's almost like my ratio. It's the same thing. Probably pretty much everybody's ratio is kind of like that. It's very limited to the amount of people that follow you, to the people that will actually sit there and watch your video. You know what I mean? Because people are bored. You have too much access. You might have seen this world-renowned DJ once a year, once every two times a year in your city. Now you get to see him every week and you're like, okay, all right, man, what else? How many times can you play this uh, particular artist? Uh, we, We saw that last week. Um, so what's the deal? Do you be consistent, like you said, and gain a fan base that really does want to watch you every day? And I think Twitch allows you to do that with subscribers and stuff. So now I almost feel like it's a it's like a duty. It's a job for me that I have to go on, whether you feel like doing it or not. Or do you limit yourself? Do you like, I'm only going to go on once a week or two times, three times a week? Or do you go on every day because that's your job now? What do you guys think about that? Um, I, go ahead, go ahead. I've seen people do both. Um, I've seen the guys, there's a few guys out here that have been 
you know, every night or at least five times a week and they're on, you know, and they have steady numbers and, um, you know, like you said, it's, it's gone down, but those people I think have built a more loyal following and then like doing the once a week, you get like a boom, but it's not as loyal. Yeah. I think, but I think something with like Twitch, I think it, Twitch is still at a point where like you can kind of organically grow uh, a fan base, like because with the with the with their like categories and their like interests and stuff, like like I was going on there before this whole just for video games to watch people play video games, but like if I follow a certain account, it it is like YouTube, it'll suggest me like oh you should watch this guy play Call of Duty, you should watch this guy play NBA. So then now I'm seeing since I'm starting to follow DJs, I'm seeing like oh, like, who's this guy from whatever? And then, like, if you go to their page and they have a, a dope clip or a dope episode or whatever, like, you go to yours and you see all your shit, you might be more inclined to, like, follow. And I think also it's cool because you can kind of twitch, like, at any time. And you might get, like, 10 people at 3 a.m. or you might get 100 people at 9 p.m., but you might retain them. With Instagram Live, is kind of weird, like... You gotta stay on your phone, so you're not gonna be at 3 a.m. on on my profile, like staying there and not getting exiting out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the issue. Like with um with Instagram, uh, sometimes I'll put it on if I'm on my laptop. I'll put it like if somebody's playing, I'll put it on and just like leave it on the side and just listen to the music. But then most of the time, people are using their phone; they're not really using a laptop. So you gotta exit out of Instagram, and you're gonna lose the fee. But I think Twitch has the option. I know it has the option where mm -hmm. in the audio will still play even if you exit out of the actual application. So you can go on, do emails on your phone or go into Instagram, whatever, and while Twitch is playing in the background. So that's good. Um, I think that's why it's a good platform to get on. Hopefully they don't, uh, you know, you're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to stream on Twitch. That's part of like the terms of service or whatever. But, uh, you know, we've been able to do it. Hopefully they don't get hip to it. And uh, everybody loses all this. Like they're building up their big fan base on there or whatever. So. We'll see what happens with that. Oh, by the way, guys, let me switch to uh, for those that can see me. Let me switch since we're we're talking about Miami here. This is the MIA podcast. I'm gonna go to my favorite spot in Miami right now. Should I do that one? There we go. This is uh, my favorite spot in in Miami. We're at, we're at the deck of Wet Willie's here on Fourth of July. I don't know if you guys can see everybody around me. It's definitely the greatest time to be in in uh. South Beach, right, guys? Fourth of July weekend at Wet um, Willie's. Isn't Memorial, Memorial, oh, Memorial Day, Day too? One, it, one of the other? Yeah. Memorial Day. So we'll say this is Memorial Day weekend at Wet Willie's. This is where I want to be, man. I can't wait. Uh, like even <laughs> Next year. You have, you have like pictures like that loaded up. And like I know you put a lot of time into those streams. And I know sometimes it's like tedious as fuck. Like pre-stream. Pre, uh, it's not like you just press a button and go live. So like do you ever get like discouraged like when you when you put all that work and you're like yo this is gonna be dope and then it's like because happened to me the other day I, I took so much time on my OBS to get my Instagram live right and I was like hype and I had like 10 people in there and I was like damn <laughs> oh I had a meltdown uh last week I think it was like on on the stream you probably sound like a whiny baby or I mean I probably sound like a whiny baby like when that happens but it's just like People have no idea how much work goes into this. I mean, DJs are starting to understand. Some people just throw like a logo on to their Twitch or their OBS if they used going to Instagram, whatever. Or and then some people try to actually, you know, put some work into it, graphics and everything else. And I put a lot of work into this. I literally sleep like 
four or five hours a night, if that, maybe four hours a night. And I, I watch one hour of TV a day. I used to watch mad TV, like just keep MTV Classic on and just watch videos or watch movies and stuff like that. I literally finish my job um, on the morning show. We finish around 12. Then I do meetings and emails and stuff until like one. Then I start working on stuff for the stream. And while I'm while I'm still answering emails and doing my regular job throughout the day, it's like a, basically like a 24-hour job, a job day. Um, but then to just to make a new layout for um, Twitch or something, it probably takes me five to six hours at least to bring in new scenes and do stuff in Photoshop and everything else. So definitely when I do all that and I'm like, dog, I, I see this person. I, I was talking about this the other day. A person lights their, uh, they, they light their whole Instagram set with a candle and they have a hundred more people, 200 more people than me. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I spent like eight, to damn near 24 hours working on making this happen and this is what i get but it's stuff it is discouraging um but like you said you're you should be thankful for the people that do follow you every day you have low you're you're building a loyal fan base at the most ground level because trust me it's not a lot of people right now but who knows it could become organic something could happen whatever maybe a, a bigger dj might bless you with some of their followers one day that's the dream right folks um, but yeah, man, it's, it can be discouraging and that's, what's going to separate the people. Cause yo, trust me, the first week, like you said, how many people hit me up? Not until I put graphics on literally a hundred people a day would hit me up. Literally like DJs, um, big DJs would hit me up. Um, uh, I've had FaceTime calls with them. I've tried to work them through, like I've tried to t- help everybody that I can to do it. And then they're, they, they're so excited. It's like, you know, kids on the first day of Christmas when they get their bike and they're like, yeah, man, I'm going to rip it up at the skate. I mean, at the, the BMX park and all this other stuff. And then what, like a month later, the bike is sitting in the garage and they're back like playing video games or whatever. That's kind of like what it is. When, when it gets tough, you're going to see who uh, gets through it and who has decided, you know what, man, whatever. I'll go on like once a week or clubs will open back up again and I won't even have to uh, do this anymore. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think when people started seeing the graphics and all like the fancy stuff, they thought, Oh, like it's just a graphic and I'll upload like what app is that? Just upload it. Instagram. It's like, bro, nah, it's not that easy, bro. And then a lot of people were excited and then kind of like, uh, rather than I do the work, I'll just go live on my Instagram with my, Yeah, because if you're going to get the same amount of people that would watch you before you did all this work, it doesn't even matter. Right. But, you know, I look at it as I've gained mad skills, um, graphic skills and editing skills and everything else. I've kind of looked at this as kind of a YouTube university kind of thing. So either way, whatever, man, like if I I did put all this work into this to have the same amount of uh, people watching you then at least I have some kind of skills on it at the end of it. And uh, you could transfer that into something else, man. I've had marketing companies hit me up about how do you do this? And uh, can you, can you be a consultant for this stuff? So you never know what you can do folks. Just learn as much as you can, if you have time to do it, which most people do right now. Um, and that's what I would suggest. Oh, that's a question that I was, that I had. Um, like, I mean, you, you mentioned that I was going to let you kind of break it down. Um, what opportunities have come from from your stream and people seeing your stream and like what kind of business I mean whatever you want to talk about um, if you kind of want to like let's just talk about, let's just talk about rates and let's talk about exactly how much I make a year and can we do that I'm just joking uh, we can let's see man well I've been trying to I'm not a, like a super um, 
business minded person, especially when it comes to like DJing and like creative stuff. Like I really don't care. I'll do it. And I do it for free. Most of the time, if you're in New York city, you know that I'll pretty much play any party that somebody asked me to, cause I love to do it. And maybe I'm oversaturating the market, which some people would say, I don't care. I love just being able to play. People want me to jump on whatever. Since I've had management and Kaz doesn't like that I have management, he wants me to talk to him directly, but sorry, dude, this is what we do in the business. Okay, buddy, we have a manager and they make things happen. Definitely rates have gone up for me and I've played like less stuff, but I still deep down inside, I want to like buck the system and yo, I'll go play anything. I'll, I'll, let me jump on for an hour. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I got you. So that's how I kind of approached live streaming. Like, yo man, whatever. I'm in people's houses every day for free. Who cares? Then, you know, one day I put up my cash app and my Venmo or whatever, and people were actually like paying. I felt uh, bad about it, honestly, just because like, yo, I would do this for free. But then I guess I am providing some kind of service. I don't know. Um, but then I'm like, whatever, bro. Like if, if, if this is going to be the next level, we have to make a way to make this uh, make this work for us. So I started reaching out to people for sponsorships. I've had sponsorships on my IG. I don't know how long I can make that happen until I get shut down for that, but I'll do full streams. If anybody wants to sponsorship, hit up my uh, email, which is in my Instagram bio at DJ wonder or just DJ wonder at Mez entertainment, M E Z Z entertainment. And I'll do a full stream, whether it's like a restaurant, a business, I've done a, a album release. I just did that yesterday, playing songs from the album and showing artwork all over. And I'm not just like, yo, I'll shout you out for, you know, this amount of money, whatever. So like I make full experiences and I feel like, um, as long as I can justify that I'm providing a service with, that you can use in the long run, no matter how many people are watching, like at that given time, because you could be doing it on a bad day where like uh, they're having a versus battle and you're trying to do your sponsorship uh, stream and nobody's watching. But at least I record everything and you'll have that for the long run and you can show it to other people or send it to people, whatever. So as long as I can uh, justify that I'm giving you a service, I don't mind doing sponsorships and trying to make money off of this streaming thing. But if I'm just like taking money from people, I think that's whack. I, I, like I said, I would play for free, man. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, there's like, you're trying to make opportunities with what you have right now at the moment. You know, it's kind of, that's kind of the mindset you kind of have to have, you know, cause I know a lot of people had the mentality of, Oh, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not streaming or I'm not doing this, but then you kind of realize, yo, like we were all at that point you know, starting off and, you know, it's just another tool and ho however you can bend it to, to use it to your convenience, you know, and like those kind of events is, is pretty much, you know, why, why you do it, you know, you do it for free to get your name out and get the exposure. And then once everything starts hitting, you know, like you said, that's when the rate goes up. So it's, it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, it's like, out of all the streams that I've seen, yours is like the wildest one, I think. Well, um, Four Color Zach is definitely uh, coming into his own on this. He started after me mm. on it. I've definitely worked with him a lot on uh, kind of like giving him some insight of like things that worked and didn't work for me. So I, I would suggest everybody um, check out his Twitch. Um, I also host him on my Twitch page as well. So you could either follow me or him and you'll be able to see his uh, stream when he goes up. Um, and I mean, outside, you know, it's like like you said, it's not all about graphics, though. It's about like the music because most people are not going to sit there and watch you uh dj which is that's why i try to do like a tv show basically out of i'll talk to pe every single person in there i'll talk to i'll do like little segments on everything i do like i don't just sit there and like guys sit down and relax you're going to listen to me play music that i like and you're not going to have a say in any of this i'll never do that um so 
it is about the music, man. Like you gotta either do something different and make people watch you on your stream or just play a good set and have people listen to you in the background, man. It's not all that it doesn't, everybody doesn't have to go get a green screen. Everybody doesn't have to be a computer programmer or, or a MySpace uh, layout. Coder. <laughs> Coder. Yeah. Um, you can just be a good DJ and you'll have your fans as well. I, this is just a route that I personally uh, chose, you know? I think it's also, it's like, it's a good time to showcase if you, that's something you want to do showcase like who you are. Like, because the they DJing is one thing we do, but now you're able to like kind of just show if you want to, as I'm saying, kind of a little into things you're interested in. So then people connect with you like that, and maybe they're not, they don't really care about DJing. They're just like, yo, this Twitch is crazy. Like, well, he has a, a gif of a dancing girl on his face. I'm here for that. So you know, and also people have uh, found ways to incorporate music production as well, and people are pushing the limits of what you could do like in a live set. Um, I saw a track using like an 808 machine. He's going to be doing that on, on, uh, I mean, eight, like the run of the rolling mixtures with the 808 in, inside of it. Um, uh, Inferno has a crazy um, live stream. You guys should check that out. E N F E R N O Inferno. Um, he does live remixes. Uh, I mean, I've been doing it for a while in a segment called stump wonder for, I've been doing that for a couple of years where this was for radio listeners would call in and give me any two artists and I had to do like a live mashup or remix, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, but he does stuff where people will give him two songs or literal songs and he'll do live production. He has this, a complete like production studio set up with multiple like GoPro cameras and everything else. And I, I would suggest people check that one out as well. So it's cool, man. You get, like you said, you're getting to see people's uh, dirty living rooms mm -hmm you're getting to see people's personalities or if their lack of personality and you're getting to see people push it to the limit, man, and create um, new ways for it. When, when people are able to start touring again, they'll be able to use this. Yeah. Just if, if you guys know Mark Robillet, uh, who we've had on Sway in the Morning, he's a dude that was doing um, improv songs from a, a restaurant, a brewery in Texas. Um, and it was also putting it on YouTube. And now he does, international tours of doing improv songs so now we're seeing djs doing improv sets and they'll be able to tour with that you, you know you're creating multiple lanes for yourself if you're if you feel like you want to push it to that level exactly i mean it's the it's the time to utilize i mean it's yeah the time to utilize the free time that you have at your best instead of just whining and complaining and which is whack, not the whining and complaining part. It's, it's whack that we have this free time. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. We were forced to have this free time. So don't, don't feel like, you like you're going to fall behind or whatever if you don't jump on this right now because feel guilty because you're not using 21 hours a day like I do to study something. You don't have to do that, man. I'm going nuts, bro. You don't want to be like me, man. You don't want to. How have you been adapting to this? your new schedule, I guess. Cause I mean, you were, you had like, I mean, I don't know what your day to day consisted of, but I'm imagining it was pretty busy, especially being in New York, sway in the morning, DJing at night, producing emails, all that shit. So how have you like been able to, or if you haven't. It's the same, ske same schedule, man. Like Kaz knows, like uh, I would go out first off. Uh, if I'm not DJing, usually a lot of times I don't take gigs that are like the full night that you have to go until 4am, which is when New York closes. 
clubs um i would do like a hour hour and a half set in the middle of the night i would try to if it's in the, during the week and the weekend I'll, I'll go the whole night or i'll just i'll go like prime time and, and stay because i like being in the club but then also other nights i will go to other people's club club nights and check them out because first off you got for people for djs trying to get um gigs and everything else you got to stay in people's faces nobody cares about you until you show up and put them on the spot basically don't ask for it. Like I never would ask for a gig, but if they see you and they're like, Oh man, yo, I was meaning to get you in rotation. Oh, sure. You were buddy. You wouldn't have said that if I didn't show up. So I realized I had to go see people on other nights that I wasn't working. So that's nighttime. I get in the house. I get back to the house about like 4am, sometimes 3:34. Then I wake up at uh, 5 40, six o'clock in the morning, go do the morning show. And then I'll sleep like maybe two hours in the middle of the day in between. So my schedule has pretty much been the same. I still don't go to bed until like three or three o'clock. Usually I wake up at like seven now um, because I'm able to do it from my house, the morning show. Um, so, but besides that, yeah, man, I'm working the whole day, but not everybody has to do that, dude. Don't be like me. Uh, enjoy your sanity. Watch a movie. Be, be cultured. I, don't, I haven't been able to do anything besides study and produce content for this past two months. Um, but yeah, yo, can, can we talk about real quick um, playing in clubs? Because, you know, Florida was supposed to start opening up like sporting events or at least allowing um, like wrestling to go on without uh, audience right. or whatever, and opening up beaches and stuff. I feel like Florida might be the one of the first places outside of like St. Louis, Missouri to open nightclubs, um, may, maybe even Miami besides Florida in general. So will you guys be upset when I'm on the first plane down there to like take your spot in Miami when those when the clubs open? Because I got to get out of New York. And we talked about it. We talked but it was obscene and like you know i'm good with i mean you you played at the places we play at and you've been there so like you know what time is gonna open up and you know if they whatever they enforce is cool with me because i don't want people right next to me when i'm djing and the venues that we're at are big enough open up open enough you know we're not doing the crazy mega clubs anymore and i'm you know we're cool with going i'm cool with going back to work as long as i have you know whatever uh procedures we gotta follow it doesn't matter if you're cool with going back to work buddy i asked you if uh if you care that uh tiesto is going to come down there because no other clubs in in america are open and he's going to be playing at wood tavern how do you feel about people taking your job coming from oh no i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think it's fine because you work at places that are loyal to their djs but not every not every venue in miami is like that and plus it and other people are going to be like, yo, my state is, is are a bunch of hypochondriacs. Uh, I need to get out of here and actually go make money. So they're going to come into your and there's going to be a bunch of DJs buying for the same I don't think, position. I don't think it's going to happen because who's going to book Tiesto at like a mega club for a show, a ticketed show if the club can't be filled to capacity? You don't know. You don't know. People are they're going to be opening up in waves. I mean, I'm not talking about like as soon as you guys open up, but I'm saying. But that's, not, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, I don't think that that'd be a possible thing because like unless i mean they got money to spend like that but they wouldn't the they wouldn't make even even on a night with the 75 percent less of a crowd and they still got to pay testo right rate or- and i think i think it's going to be the other way around because you know it's going to be the local guys working a lot more nobody's going to want to spend that much more money to go see somebody you know um people see diplo you know, on stream and who wants to go see him? Who wants to pay now, you know? Yeah, who wants to pay DJ Wonder his flight, hotel, stay uh, at Willie's 
on the deck when like they could just call Kaz and say drive ten minutes. Hold on, let me switch this because you don't know my you don't know my under you don't know my undercutting skills, fellas. I'm sorry to tell you, I gotta get out of here. I'm going nuts. I need to see some females. I have no I have no human interaction. I might just I might pay them to come take your spot. Sorry guys, what, how do you feel about that? What if they paid you or they offered you to come to do a stream from Live? Sure. I could do a stream from live right now. I could change my background to live and do a stream from live. You wouldn't know the difference. So who cares? Am I going to have bottle waitress, live bottle waitresses around me? Yes, I'll do it. I'll pay them. Like I said, I'll, I'll pay for the flight. It's all good. Flights are like $50 to Miami. So it's not an issue. But so this, is, this is like the real thing is, uh, are you going to be shamed by other DJs, like the holier than thou DJ movement for uh, wanting to get back to work if they feel like it's not time? Will you be shamed and they won't, they won't let you play their little parties in, in other cities? How do you feel about that? Uh, sure. Some, some people, because I mean, right now, especially with the situation, there's like, it seems to be there's like two people, I mean, two sides to this. You're either on one side or you're on the other side or you're in the middle, but some people might not agree. So then those some people might be the ones that have the power to book you, I guess. But I mean, I'm not really concerned with anyone else's thoughts on what what i'm doing with my life yeah you think so until they try to blackball you pause <laughs> then what then what you gotta play it cool baby even if you think a certain way you gotta play it cool that's my advice to people but i don't but e either way i don't think i don't think we'll be in a position to even make a decision because i think the there's it's not gonna be like all right party's on who wants to dj everyone's coming it's gonna be like like we, like i was gonna say we did an event uh yesterday it was a live stream event but I was telling Kaz, I'm like, yo, I could see how, like, in maybe a month, we could be doing the same thing. Like, it'll just gradually get, all right, 10 people can be in here now. 20 people can be in here now. 30 people can be in here now. So, I mean, as long as everyone's, but then again, I don't know. What, everyone's wearing a mask? What is that going to do? If Yo, after, after a drink, that mask is coming off, baby. Hey, you're beautiful. I don't care. That's what's going to happen. Nobody's going to pay attention. You think security guards are really going to enforce that? Whatever, man. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm just saying, you, you post, yo, so we're playing uh, Wood Tavern tonight. They're letting the first 50 people in. You don't think people are going to shame you from other states? I mean, like, you shouldn't even do that, man. You're contributing to the problem. I could care less. I mean, yeah, it's going to happen, but... If it's, you know, example, yesterday we went to do the stream and, you know, it was a handful of DJs and staff and, you know, it was, I mean, it was safe, it was safe and it was meeting the requirements, but, you know, later on things are just going to get more and more flexible, I guess, like Zaya said, I think. And those people shaming are just going to be doing, if, if they have an opportunity, they're going to be doing it too, like... <laughs> one was on Twitch and one of the DJs didn't have a mask. I mean, well, all of us kind of took off our mask while we were DJing and someone's like, get a mask on that on that man. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, oh man, I don't even want to start with that, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting time. Going to be an interesting time. We'll see after uh, this is, this is what, the second month now, we're going to see when people start not having money. Maybe they had a month saved up. Maybe they got their stimulus check if they decided they were going to pay taxes last year. Who knows? When the when it's push comes to shove, we'll see how how much your views change on this whole situation. Oh, definitely. And I, I mean, 
AIDS come in and, and like you said, when that money runs out, people are definitely going to, like, that's when the character, the real characters come out, I guess. Your real character will be shown when uh, Wood Tavern opens to 100 people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when you will see if DJs from around the world will be flocking to Miami. It's going to be fly. pandemonium. Who's going to want to fly, though? Me? You gonna- I would. <laughs> I just talked to a, a a pretty famous DJ the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, I just got off a flight." Um, he's like, "They basically give you your stuff, like peanuts and all that stuff, in the beginning of the flight, and they give you a mask or something. I don't know. And then they don't talk to you the rest of the flight. They don't even come by or whatever. You're just chilling. That's perfect. So, yeah. You said what? Well, flight to Miami is fifty bucks right now. I don't, I'm just joking. I haven't. I've never. I haven't even looked. Like since we had to stay home, I haven't even looked at flights or anything. I mean, before it was like, damn, four hundred dollar flight. Let's see, a thousand dollars all in. Oh, they've definitely gone down. I'm not saying it's fifty bucks for real, but it's, oh, it may oh. be. Clo- it may be close at this point. Honestly, like rates are very cheap right now. But right now, you can consider that as like, yo, I, I pay seventy dollars for this flight to Miami. I could offer a package to some venue, some brand, some club. And possibly get paid more than on a regular one, no pandemic going on. I I got to drop a four hundred dollar flight and get paid a stack and food, blah 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 blah. You're going away with like three hundred bucks. Now you can come in for fifty bucks, risk your life, to put on a dope stream. Yeah, listen, guys, I love the way you're thinking right now. You don't care. It's about the bottom line. It's great. <laughs> Nobody cares about anybody. Listen, man, it's just about making a dollar. That's what it's all about moving forward. Right, guys? Pretty much. All right. I'm glad we can agree on that. Now. <laughs> all right. Everybody's going to be listening. It's thinking we're wild. But it's the truth. There's things you got to think about for, for real, for real. Because, yo, this is a very uh, cutthroat industry. If you don't think so, you haven't been doing it long enough. So as much as people want to be... Um, saints on social media and everything else until it's time and things are offered to certain people it's almost like you know you, you want to sell your soul you, you you say you'll never do that until you know the devil is like standing there with the contract you know you, you're going to find out what people are really going to do so we'll see do you have do you have any plans for the media future or are you just like taking it as it comes Pause. I mean, I plan to go to Disney World as soon as that sucker opens. I don't know. Maybe I'll go to Wuhan, China, if if they're the first country in the world that allows you to be normal. I don't know. I I will travel to go somewhere. Um, definitely. My birthday's in November. I don't care, bro. I'm going to LA for my birthday. I, go, I do it every year. I will be there in LA in November. Um, I don't know if I'll be playing anywhere or if I'm able to play anywhere out there, but my plan is a big birthday for me this year, and um, I don't care. Whatever. I was pl- I'm staying at the Chateau Marmont if they are allowing guests, and I will be there. But outside of that, plans for, like, job-wise, like, I've been very fortunate, very, very fortunate to be able to keep uh, a radio job during this time. So hopefully that still goes on, um, and hopefully we can get back in the studio so we can interact with each other. Uh, I'm not sure how quick Sway or Heather B want to get in the actual studio from the way they sound on the air they like not that they like being home but they're not very uh eager to be in the public they like not being able to touch people touch them and or cough on them and everything else me i'm ready to jump on the subway man it's all good and go into the studio every day so immediate future i guess that'll be the next thing is going back to an actual office building to go to work and you guys have been able to kind of still run the show how you've been just not in 
in person but i mean obviously there's things you guys can't do but most i mean we pretty we just don't have human interaction with guests but yeah everybody's at their house except for a board op who's located in washington dc and we basically run everything through that one uh board in dc and just sounds like everybody's in the room with each other i mean guests are on the phone they don't have like a a line like we're like we are broadcasting over there. They're on a regular phone line. So that's the only part that sounds a little less quality, but it still sounds good. So it's cool. I mean, do you think there's ever a, a, a chance in the future that the people just be, like the execs should be like, yo, fuck it. Like, why are we have this expensive ass? Yeah. Why are we paying rent? I think, I think that's what most people um, who are working from home and loving it right now wish they don't want to go back to work and they'll probably sue their employers if they're made to go back before they want to. Um, or threatened with losing their job. I think that's what a bunch of people are going to do because they like raising their kids from and giving and being around them or whatever. But not me, bro. I want to go back to the way it was. I don't care. I want to go to an office building. I want to drink the free drinks that are in there. Mm. And I want to uh, get out of my house. So, yeah, but there's going to be a bunch of people that are like, oh, I don't think it's time yet. And, and they're going to feel oppressed because their employer said, uh, well, guess what, guys? You got to come into the office, and they're gonna be like, "I am not ready." So that's gonna be an interesting conundrum if you're a business owner as well. I do not envy them at all. That's an interesting take right there. Uh, it's the truth, baby. Uh, I don't know if you got do you got a show tonight because I know you have like four shows. Yep, I got to get ready right now. I'm about to. So, folks that don't know, I do a live stream Monday through Friday, or I try to. Um, at 9 p.m. Eastern, um, and I was on doing it on IG, but now I've switched over to Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ Wonder Beats, B-E-A-T-S, um, DJ Wonder Beats, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, and I also broadcast it on Instagram as well if you want to check it out there, but the full experience is on Twitch, and uh, I, I got to get ready to do that, guys. So, All right, bro. Thank you for uh, taking it through the studio. Appreciate you having us. Appreciate you being on our show, and... Um yeah, man, we'll be tuning in. I always tune in. I always stop by and check it out. What's the Twitch channel again? Twitch.com slash... Twitch.tv slash DJ Wonder Beats. I'm, I'm getting the name DJ Wonder, but they haven't changed it yet. I mean, I don't know what's going on, Twitch. What are you guys doing? But eventually it's going to be DJ Wonder. But follow me now, DJ Wonder Beats, uh, if you're listening, and you'll be switched over. Even if the name is switched over, it doesn't matter. Um, and you run the simultaneous on Instagram, too? uh yep to the best of my ability i right. try yeah yeah i gotta hit you up about that I'm, i've been trying to figure that one out it's not it's not an easy process and it it's not a practice it's not a practical uh process either the, at least the way that i'm doing it so but uh, yeah definitely uh but anybody anybody has any questions whatever just dm me at dj wonder on all social platforms whatever i try to help as many people as i can or i'll just copy and paste the same youtube video that i send to everybody that has pretty much all the answers in it <laughs> Appreciate it, bro. Thank you. All right, guys. Appreciate being on the on the show, man. All right, bro. We out. <laughs>